Hello, story lovers and very special patrons. This is Laurel McCarg. You're listening to Alligator Preserves. And I promised some of you that I would do a unique short story and narrate it each month. This being my third month doing it, here is short story number three. It's called The Threat. I never should have trusted her. Who was I, though, to tell Daddy that the woman who made him over the moon happy was someone who made me feel even deeper under it? It wasn't long after Mom died. Can't even remember how it happened. Daddy said I didn't need to know. I was five, and the only thing left in my memory now is a flash of my mother's deep blue eyes and a soundtrack I play over and over in my head. My beautiful baby girl. I was her beautiful baby girl. And then Sheila took over, danced right into our lives and Daddy's heart. And I have to say, she was the most perfectly gorgeous woman I'd ever seen. The kind you see in magazines. What a little cutie pie, she pinched my cheek the first time Daddy brought her home. It hurt, and I didn't like her, but I hadn't seen Daddy smile in such a long time. I wanted him to smile again. I got used to having her around. Like I said, she made Daddy happy, and he never seemed to notice the little ways she kept me in my place. The flick of a sneer on her upper lip any time Daddy would give me a compliment. The way she'd suggest I do something with my hair, my face, my posture. Always some little thing. You don't want them making fun of her. I overheard her telling Daddy one night. She's a perfectly normal young teen, he defended me, though I didn't know what from. But it's such an easy fix, and I have connections with the best in the world, she cooed. I imagined her sitting in his lap and stroking his cheek. She could be beautiful. She is beautiful, Sheila. Always has been. All this rampant plastic surgery makes me nervous. Little kids are even asking for it now. It just isn't right. It dawned on me that Sheila's perfect beauty may have been purchased. But it is right, sugar bear. I hated when she called him that. You can't deny that rich, tall, beautiful people are more successful than the average ones. You don't want her to be at a disadvantage now, do you? Well, of course not. I could hear the struggle in his voice. She had a point. Even I knew she was right. I only want what's best for our girl. She was good. She was really good. She even got me thinking. Sure, my nose was on the big side, but it had only recently started to bother me. I always liked my eyes. They reminded me of my mother's, but I could never wear eye makeup because they were so deep. Heavy lids, Sheila put a name to my imperfection. And she got my daddy to love her. Would I ever find a good man like him to marry me with my big nose and heavy lids? He married my mom, though, and she wasn't flawless like Sheila, so maybe I'd be okay. Over the course of the next year, she worked on me. 
never when Daddy was around, though she seemed increasingly agitated any time he'd pay attention to me. She'd buy me beautiful people magazines and point out the models I could look like if I'd only just... <sighs> she worked on him, too, I could tell, because I'd see him looking at my nose when he talked to me, or around my eyes, not quite in them. He still told me I looked beautiful when I dressed up, and even sometimes when I didn't. That really made Sheila's lip twitch. But I sometimes wondered if his praise had just become habit. My sixteenth birthday was coming up in a few months, and they called me into the kitchen one evening. Sheila looked positively giddy, but in the harsh overhead lighting, the smile on Daddy's face looked strained. "'We want to give you a very special gift for your birthday,' Sheila gushed. "'You tell her, Sugar Bear.' "'This has to be your choice,' he brushed my hair back from my cheek. "'Understand?' Before he could tell me what gift I might choose, Sheila burst in. I have a doctor who's agreed to do whatever you want, like we've been talking about. She pulled the most recent glam mag from her bag. If you don't want to... Of course she wants to, Sheila cut him off again. Look at this nose. She already had the magazine tabbed. And this girl's eyes. She flipped the pages before I had time to look. And wouldn't she just die to have these lips? My appointment with Dr. Beauregard went well, and surgery was scheduled for a month before my birthday. I'd be all healed by then, and the boys would be lining up to give me my first kiss. At least, that's what Sheila promised. She wasn't there the day the bandages came off, some lame excuse. And I'll never forget the look of horror on Daddy's face or the sound of his terrified shriek when the last wrap was removed. Something broke inside him that day. He struggles to look at me even now, but I know he loves me because Sheila doesn't live here anymore. How did she think this would end? He's never spoken her name since. Pretty sure he had her locked away for the deal she made with the surgeon. The authorities are still searching for him, but they'll never find him. I heard he has connections with the best in the world. I'm sad for Daddy now because, like me, he'll probably never be able to smile again. I cry alone in my room. I was sweet 16 and had never been kissed. Never will be kissed now. My lips a mutilated mess of flesh and the skin around my wet eyes pulled so tightly I can barely close them at night. I was their beautiful baby girl. I remember my mother's eyes. Well, that ends this short story. <laughs> I was inspired by actually one of my patrons, Stephanie. Thank you, Stephanie, for talking to me about plastic surgery and the idea that kids are now asking their parents for it and, and getting it for, for different things and playing online games about it. I uh, have a real problem with that. It's it's a little more than scary. Anyway, I'm also practicing for a flash fiction challenge. I will start competing in in July from NYC Midnight. It's a four-stage competition. Flash fiction has to be no more than 1,000 words. You have to be able to tell a story, complete story, 
in a thousand words or fewer. So my challenge for myself, and I hope you will be the beneficiaries of, is to write at least one flash fiction story per month. And another goal is to make it exactly 1,000 words. This story came in at exactly 1,000 words. (laughs) I'm sure I could edit down, but I'm pretty happy with the way this one turned out. I hope you will let your friends know about my podcast and about the benefits they can receive, like you, if you pledge at the $3 per month level or more. And I would love your feedback on this story. Maybe you could give me an idea for another flash fiction story. For the contest, they will give competitors 48 hours to write a thousand word story with the prompt of a location, an object, and a specific genre that we'll have to use in our story. So perhaps you might come up with a location, an object, and a specific genre for me to consider for some future flash fiction story practice. Until the next episode, beware of alligator preserves and people out to change you, because you're perfect the way you are. Bye.